Hello everyone! Welcome to the Sumulong Baptist Church Podcast. We are glad that you have chosen to join us in worshiping the Lord Jesus Christ through listening to God's Word. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our services today. Thank you so much for joining us again online. Hey, do us a favor. Comment down below where you're watching from. And throughout the sermon today, if you comment, that's a big encouragement to me. And it lets us know you're engaging uh, with the sermon. And uh, we're so glad you've chosen to join with us today. Uh, We're continuing our series on family matters. And today we're going to be talking uh, to ladies in our church. And we're going to be talking about a wonderful woman of God. Not Wonder Woman, okay? But we do think, moms, you are superheroes. But we want you to learn more maybe and understand. We want your families to understand how they can honor you as a wonderful woman of God. We'll be in Proverbs 31 uh, today. But I was looking up some things on moms and I looked up uh, this question, why did God make moms? And I wasn't sure what I would find, but I actually found something that I hope you find kind of funny, pretty humorous. Um, But some grade two students were asked this question, why did God make mothers? And so these are honest answers, real answers from these grade two students, but I hope you get a kick out of this. I hope you find these uh, humorous and some of them sweet, okay? So why did God make mothers? Here was one answer from a grade two student, okay? She's the only one who knows where the scotch tape is. And I thought, this kid thinks that's what his mom does is find the scotch tape. That's pretty funny to me, you know? Uh, Another kid said, mostly to clean the house, okay? How did God make mothers, all right? One kid said this, it was magic plus superpowers, and a lot of stirring, okay? Just in their minds, that's what their mom was, okay? Or how their mom was made, okay? Another kid said, God made my mom just the same like he made me. He just used bigger parts, okay? So maybe she just thought she was a mini-me, you know? And okay, what ingredients are mothers made of? God makes mothers out of clouds and angel hair and everything nice in the world and one dab of mean. You know, sometimes moms have to discipline, and this kid knew that, okay? All right, why did God give your mother, give you your mother and not some other mom? And one kid was just really practical. He said, we're related. Okay, that's true, right? Okay. But another kid, this is really sweet, said, God knew she likes me a lot more than other people's moms like me. You know, there's no love like a mother's love for her own children is there, you know? Uh, What kind of little girl was your mom? This is another question that was asked, okay? My mom has always been my mom and none of that other stuff. You know, I think kids have that idea sometimes that moms are just moms. They don't realize they were little girls and grew up just like they did. Um, And another kid said, I don't know because I wasn't there, but my guess would be pretty bossy. So maybe that her, their uh, mom was the boss in the home. I don't know. Number three, a third one under that, they say, they say she used to be nice. So maybe that kid, I don't know what he thought of his mom sometimes. But anyways, what did mom need to know about your dad before she married him? One kid, another kid was really practical, his last name. And another kid was also very practical. Uh, she said, she said does, he need, does he make at least 40,000 pesos a year? Did he say no to drugs and yes to chores? So they wanted to make sure that their husband did chores. That was what was in this kid's mind, okay? Who's the boss at your house? Interesting answers, okay? Mom doesn't want to be the boss, but she has to because dad is so childish, (laughs) okay? Maybe that's true in some homes. And I guess mom is, but only because she has a lot more to do than dad. What's the difference between moms and dads? Another question that was asked. Moms know how to talk to teachers without scaring them, okay? Uh, Dads are taller and stronger, but moms have all the real power 
because that's who you go to go to to ask if you want to sleep over at a friend's house or play with a friend, okay? Uh, what does mom do in her spare time? One kid said, moms don't have spare time. And moms, you can say amen to that, okay? Uh, to hear her tell it, another kid says she pays bills all day long and that's all she does, okay? What would it take to make your mom perfect? On the inside, one kid said she's already perfect. Outside, I think it would take some kind of plastic surgery, okay? Maybe not the nicest thing for a kid to say, all right? Another kid said diet. What would it do, uh, what would it do to take your mom perfect? Diet. He said, you know, her hair, I would dye it blue, okay? I don't know why he wanted her to have blue hair, but that's how he would make his mom perfect, okay? If you could change one thing about your mom, what would it be? And the one kid said, she has this weird thing about me keeping my room clean. I'd get rid of that, okay? Another one said, I would make my mom smarter. Then she would know it was my sister who did it and not me. This kid wanted to get out of trouble, okay? And a third kid said this, I would like her to get rid of those invisible eyes in the back of her head because she can always see me when I'm wrong, you know? Uh, moms, you are amazing. And that was kind of a funny list to read, but moms, you do such an incredible job. You're so amazing in everything you do in our homes and raising children and taking care of the home and taking care of, of husbands and, and you do so much. You are amazing and we want to celebrate you and honor you today. You know, when you go to Proverbs 31, the 22 verses of this Hebrew poem from verse 10 to 31, um, it's about the virtuous woman and it's a lot like Psalm 119. Each of the verses start with a letter of the alphabet, the Hebrew alphabet. It goes in order. So um, scholars believe this was this was to make it easier for maybe children to remember, to memorize this when they were young, so they would know what the virtuous woman looked like in Proverbs 31. Okay, so I want us to look at this, and we're going to just read along as we go through the outline today, but we want to look at the traits of a woman of God, a wonderful woman of God. Number one, we want you to notice her conduct, okay? We're going to go to Proverbs 31, verse 10. It says, an excellent wife who can find... She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. Just like wisdom is more important than wealth, you see that in Proverbs 3.15, character is more important than jewels, okay? She is a good support to her spouse. Ladies, your husband needs you. He needs you. Everybody say amen. Men and women, you say amen to that because we need godly wives in our homes. She is valuable. Husbands, we are supposed to honor our wives. They should be the most valuable person to us in our lives. And you should treat her that way. She needs to be treated with the, with the value that she has as a virtuous woman of God. She has grace and character. She does good. She's an example to all of us. Look at me in 1 Peter 3 verses 1 through 4. It says, likewise, likewise, wives, be subject to your own husbands, so that even if some of you do not obey, some of some do not obey the word, they may be won without a word by the conduct of their wives, when they see your respectful and pure conduct. Do not let your adorning be external, the braiding of your hair and the putting on of gold jewelry or the clothing you wear, but let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is God, which in God's sight is very precious. So for those who have a husband who isn't saved and not yet a believer, let your testimony point the way to the cross. This is very important. First Peter lines it out. Ladies, how you should live with a godly testimony without even saying a word. Your conduct 
should, should show that you're a follower of Christ, okay? Marriage just doesn't change a person's character. If there was a weakness before, it will be revealed in the marriage, okay? So I want to say this to the young ladies of our church, okay? Strive to be this kind of woman in Proverbs 31 now so that you will be a blessing later in your family, to your husband, to your children, and in our church also, okay? And we need to remember this in marriage. And, and this is why, ladies, it's important that the Bible is saying this to you, but it's, it's also for all of us. But trust needs to be there at the beginning of a marriage. And if the husband and wife trust each other, there will be harmony in the home. So that, that depends on how we live our lives. Uh, by building up trust in, in our marriages, okay? Ladies, Proverbs 31 tells you to be this kind of woman, but men, this goes the same for us, okay? A godly husband and wife have no fear or suspicions in their marriage, okay? If they're both living a life of good character and good conduct, there will be no fear, there will be no suspicion, there will be no worry about the other spouse. Warren Wiersbe says this, If a bride and groom take their marriage vows seriously, it will build a wall of confidence around their marriage that will keep out every enemy. And we talk about this a lot, don't we? The enemy wants to attack our families. He wants to drive a wedge between husband and wife, between parents and children. But moms and dads, if we will, if we will build up that trust, if we will make sure that, that we, are, we are taking our marriage vows seriously, it builds this wall of confidence that no enemy can break through. That should be our goal in our families. We need to do that. So maybe during quarantine, you realize that we're, there were some cracks in those walls of your marriage and your family, and it's time to repair them or strengthen them, okay? Be honest about that and, and help other people in your family realize and figure out if there's something wrong in your family, let's fix it. Let's work on it. And moms, maybe you'll lead the way on that. Dads, you need to lead the way, but moms, maybe you'll have to be the one to lead the way in that. But we need to be honest about ourselves and honest about our families. But a godly woman, this wonderful woman of God, she watches her conduct. Okay, number two, I also want you to notice her management. Let's start reading in verse 13. The Bible says about this virtuous woman, she seeks wool and flax and works w with willing hands. She is like the ships of the merchant. She brings her food from afar. She rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and portions for her maidens. She considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hand, she plants a vineyard. She dresses herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She perceives that her merchandise is profitable. Her lamp does not go out at night. She makes sure the Morocco bill is paid. Okay, that's what that verse means. She puts her hands to the distaff, and her hands hold the spindle. Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the time to come. What does that mean, she laughs at the time to come? It's like right now what we're going through. When times like COVID-19 uh, come, come, she doesn't worry because she plans ahead for the future, okay? This is an interesting passage because it's describing this wonderful woman of God as being smart and intelligent and a good businesswoman. If anyone tries to tell you that the Bible doesn't speak well of women, take them to Proverbs 31 because this woman is amazing, okay? Um, you know, I want to I wanna commend uh, you ladies. Uh, many of you ladies, you, you've taken on baking during COVID-19. Uh, you've learned how to make different dishes and you've taught that to your, your children and your daughters as well. And that's, that's commendable, okay? This lady in this passage, this virtuous woman, she has a great work ethic. 
She knows how to do marketing. Uh, she knows how to do real estate. She knows how to plant crops. She is up early and she's busy. She definitely is that kind of person that has a to-do list. Like, let's get this taken care of. Let's make sure these things are taken care of in our home, in our household. Ladies, God intended for you to be a blessing to your family. That's what he wants and desires for you. A godly woman does the best and prepares the best for her family. Therefore, they have no reason to be ashamed or worried. And I just want to I just want to encourage you ladies, do the best job you can in your home. Uh, uh, make sure that your home is is being built up spiritually. You need to do that, but also just in the care of your home and, and the care of your household and the care of your finances, all of those things, you can have a, a positive impact on all those things. The Bible is very clear about teaching that, and that's something you need to strive for. But notice number three with me. Notice her blessedness, okay? You find this in Proverbs 31, verses 28 through 30. It says, Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Ladies, you're amazing. You are amazing. You, you surpass them all. When you are that virtuous woman of God, this is what the Bible says about you. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Okay, Her family can always say this about the virtuous woman, Okay, that she's a blessing. She is a praiseworthy woman. At this time in Israel, when this was written, there was no Mother's Day. Okay, There was no day just to celebrate moms. And moms, I'm sorry, we really couldn't celebrate Mother's Day this year like we should have. So consider this today, our Mother's Day celebration of you, okay? But this should be able to be said any day about this woman, okay? But let me give us a caution. It can be a damaging thing in a home when the fathers and children don't thank the mother for what she's doing for them. So right now, can you just say thank you to your mom? If you don't live around your mom, and maybe she lives in another country, another place, text her. Uh, let her know. You might want to push pause right now and just thank, uh, thank the women in your life for just the godly example that they are. This woman in Proverbs 31, she is an excellent woman, and it's plain for everyone to see. Okay, She has a good reputation. And I want to go to Colossians 3, verses 8 through 14. And this is a good list for all of us uh, to live live up to. Everybody in our lives should be able to call us a blessed person or we're a godly person. But look with me at Colossians 3, verse 8. It says, But now you must put them all away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, one another seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Here there is no Greek and Jew. Circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other. This is really important in homes, isn't it? Forgiving each other. And as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Love is the greatest thing, amen? And we need to make sure that our homes are loving places, okay? Does anyone in your family need to check themselves against this passage today? We all need to strive for this list, to put away things. But I love how the Bible, how the Bible says it in this passage. It's not, not just telling you, hey, don't do this. Put this away. Stop doing that. 
It's do this, have, have uh, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, forgiving one another, loving one another. Wow, how different would our homes be if we just followed this every day? Put away those things that are bad, put on those things that are good, and then live that way in our homes. We need that. And moms, maybe you can even be the best example in your home of that. And we want to honor you for your, your blessedness. You are blessed and your children and your husband should rise up and call you blessed. But look at number four with me. Here's something else we want to, we want to notice about this, this virtuous woman. And I think this has a lot of impact uh, practically today in what we're going through with COVID-19. But look at her generosity. Uh, you find this in verse 20. She opens her hand to the poor and reaches out her hands to the needy. She helps the poor. You know, Proverbs 14, 21 says, whoever despises his neighbor is a sinner, but blessed is he who is generous to the poor. And then Proverbs nineteen seventeen says this, whoever is generous to the poor lends to the Lord and he will repay him for his deed. What does the Bible say? It's, it's more blessed to give than to receive. You know, um, as, as we've been uh, going out marketing and, and different things, as we've been driving down Marcos Highway, uh, I shared with you uh, before that Melanie has seen this lady out there on, on Marcos Highway. Um, and we reached out to her and we've given her food a few times. We, we shared the gospel with her. I think she was already saved, honestly. Uh, she grew up in a church and, and when she was young. Um, but, you know, she's just one of those people. She just needs help right now. And Melanie kept telling me, uh, Lance, we've got to stop. I, we've got to, to get like a food pack to give her. And, and I really want to minister to her and reach out to her. And so uh, we did that. And I was really thankful that, that I have a generous wife, uh, a virtuous woman who, who looks at people and doesn't look at just her own needs, but she looks at the needs of others and, and she wants to reach out to them. And so this, this lady was um, just uh, down there by, by Santa Lucia Mall. And I actually was talking uh, to Dr. Avalosa and, and he and Dr. Glenn, uh, they also noticed this woman. She came by their clinic. And then there's Jessica Surgao. She's there working there. And they were all able to help her. And I thought, oh, what a beautiful thing. Uh, and, and, and the reason I know that, Doc Avalosa asked uh, this lady, hey, um, I heard my pastor talking about this lady. Did two Americans drop by and help you and give you some food? She says, yes. And that's me, you know. And so here we are, all were, though, working together. But there's three ladies in our church that are reaching out and said, we want to help this, this person. We see somebody that's poor and needy and they need help right now and we want to help them. And I just thought, what a beautiful testimony to the women of our church that they are generous and they want to help uh, someone like this. This is what we should do. We should be generous to help others around us. We need to practice generosity, especially in the days that we're living today. That could be more of a blessing than you can imagine to those people that we help. But look with me at number five. I want you to notice her wisdom in Proverbs 31, 26. It says she opens her mouth with wisdom. Now, we can open our mouths with a lot of things. We can curse. Uh, we could say negative things. We, we could tear people down. But this virtuous woman, she opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She shares her wisdom with her children. But husbands and men, can I say something to us? But she also shares her, her wisdom with a husband who is wise, wise enough to listen. Men, our wives have an insight that we don't always have. Amen, ladies? Do you want to say amen to that? Okay. You can type amen in the comments below. It won't offend any of us men, okay? Men, I'm not saying that we're not smart, okay? That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying sometimes we need help. 
to see a situation for what it is, to calm down, uh, sometimes not to judge someone else. We should value the wisdom of a godly woman. Some ladies are saying, this is my favorite sermon. I've been waiting for Pastor Lance to say this all year, you know, but it's true, isn't it? A virtuous woman has wisdom and, and God has given women, women an insight that sometimes we don't have as men. Men, let's, let's depend on that wisdom from a godly wife that's following God's word, that's obeying God's word, that's living that out in her life. That will be a blessing to all of us. Women, grow in this area of wisdom. It, it's vital in our homes, in our families, in our marriages, in our church, in our society. We need that from you. Let me go on to number six. A virtuous woman also makes sure that her testimony is good. Um, look at Proverbs 31, 31. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. You know, a, a virtuous woman, a godly woman, her life speaks for itself. And let me ask you this. What does your life say about you? I'm speaking to ladies right now. What kind of testimony do you have? What does your life say about you? I want to say something about my own mom right here, okay? Um, I think her true character is really coming out here as, as she's a, uh, not a young lady anymore, and she's gotten that news that she's battling cancer. Um, I think her true character is coming out even more and more. But you know what? Over the years, you know what people have said about my mom? Anytime I meet maybe somebody, it's, it, we're not necessarily a mutual friend, I meet them for the first time and say, oh, you're Eloise's son. Oh, yeah, that's my mom. Man, your mom has always been such a blessing to me. I can't tell you over the years how many people have said that to me. Uh, your parents have been a blessing to me. Your mom has been a blessing to me. But I think about my mom and all that she's meant in my life and all that she's done in my life. I believe this with all my heart. My mom prayed me into existence. My parents were married nine years before they had me. I'm the eldest. And my parents were told by more than one doctor, you're not going to have kids. You're not going to be able to have kids. And my parents weren't really serving the Lord at that time. So my mom prayed to God and she said, God, I'm going back to church. I want to serve you again. And I asked for a child in return. And I was born about a year later. I'm thankful for the prayer of a godly mom. I'm standing here today, you know, because of that. My mom has always been a great example. And I've shared this already, I know, but I want to share it again just in, in light of this sermon. I keep telling my mom, are you okay? Is everything all right? My mom keeps telling me, don't worry. And I think about the old hymn, no guilt in life, no fear in death. This is the power of Christ in me. I'm thankful for a godly mom that has always been a good example to me. And from the, from the beginning of the time when I was born, even till now, she continues to show that godly character and a godly testimony. That's a blessing. Women and ladies that are listening to this, your godly testimony will be such a blessing to your family and such a blessing to your children. Don't, don't give in to the world. Don't surrender any of that testimony to the devil. Don't give in to sin and don't allow your testimony to be tarnished. Live a godly life for the Lord. What is the secret to this woman's life? We already read this verse, so let's go back again to Proverbs 31.30. Here's the secret. She fears the Lord. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Proverbs 9.10 says this, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. Warren Wiersbe says this, To have charm and beauty is not a sin, but the woman who walks daily with the Lord has a beauty that never fades. It's a beautiful statement, isn't it? 
it, you know, that it's not wrong to be beautiful on the outside, but what you should strive for is to be beautiful on the inside, a beauty that never will fade throughout eternity. It will be your testimony of your life uh, in, in eternity even. You know, ladies and moms, do you need to live up to any of these points? Do you want to... Do you want to have a beauty that never fades and make sure that's a part of your character and your conduct and your testimony and how you live your life and to grow in wisdom and to make sure you grow in generosity and all these things? Young ladies and single ladies, do you need to change anything to become a Proverb 31 woman? If I could encourage you, those of you who are not yet married and you're a single lady in our church, live up to this list as well. It will be a blessing to you. It will be a blessing to everybody around you. It will be a blessing in our church. It is so vital that you you do this in your life and live this way. Live up to Proverbs 31. But husbands and children, do you need to honor the ladies in your life more? To tell them, to show them, to support them, to honor them as the godly women that they are? You need to make sure that you do that. To say that, uh, to, to maybe help her out with the household chores this week. Or, or just to obey her and listen to her more and listen to her wisdom. She has so much wisdom to give you. Listen to that wisdom. Maybe you need to try to go out and buy her something this week, flowers or chocolates or something, just to say, we appreciate you and we love you. Maybe you need to do that. But ladies, whether you're a single or a single mom or you've been married for 50 years, we love you and we need you and we want you to know how amazing we think you are. If you haven't heard that in a while, if you haven't heard thankful, if, we, if you haven't heard you're awesome or you're amazing, you are. And that's what we think of you. And we want you to hear that today. You know, we have all, we were able to talk about all these things. And I was talking about the testimony of, of, of my mom and my wife. Uh, it's all because of Jesus, isn't it? It's all because of what Jesus Christ has done in your life and in my life. That's the only way that we can honor God and live a godly life. It's only through his strength and his power. And we want to make sure if you're listening to this sermon today and maybe you're not sure that Jesus Christ is your personal Savior, we want you to know that truth that your sins are forgiven because Jesus died for your sins on the cross. He paid the penalty for your sins on the cross. And it's only by admitting that we're a sinner and admitting that we're separated from God because of our sin. Maybe you've been trying to be a good mom in your life, but maybe you don't have the right power on the inside to do that. You need God's saving power in your life. You need Jesus to forgive you of your sins. You need the Holy Spirit living inside of you so that you can be a godly woman and you can be a godly mom. And maybe you've been struggling and you've been searching, searching, you've been wondering, what's wrong in my family? What's wrong in my life? I can tell you with assurance today, Jesus is the answer but you need to surrender yourself to him. You need to ask him to forgive you and to cleanse you of your, of your sins and realize that he is the only way to salvation. Hey, we're, we're coming to you from Sumuang Baptist Church, but this church cannot save you. You can't save yourself. Only Jesus can save you. And I want to give you an opportunity in a moment to, to pray and receive him as your savior. But uh, to all the families that are listening and gathered together, Hey, could you maybe join hands with your mom or, or your wife and, and pray for them? Pray for, pray for the young women that are coming up and your family to pray that they would be godly women and, and to honor our, our women in our lives. We need to do that. Hey, would you join me in prayer as we do that right now? And if you need to receive Jesus Christ, I want to encourage you right now as I pray, if you'd like to follow along with this prayer, just believe this and mean it in your heart. But if you're ready to give your heart and life to Jesus Christ, you can do that today. You can pray something like this, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I'm sorry, Lord, for all my sin. 
I ask you to come into my life. I want you to be my Savior. I trust in you today for salvation. Please save me. Please give me eternal life. And I want to pray for all of our families today. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the truth of your word. Just, Lord, this beautiful picture of a virtuous woman that, that Lord, you, you don't just leave us to ourselves. You give us, you give us a guidebook in the Bible to follow for everything, Lord, for families, for husbands, for wives, for children. And I thank you for this, this passage in Proverbs 31 today that we've been able to study together. And Lord, I thank you for so many godly women in our church. I thank you uh, for the example and the testimony that they are. I thank you for their, their, um, their, their desire to work and help, help make sure their families are taken care of. I thank you for their generosity, for their wisdom, for their testimony. But Lord, I pray for the young ladies in our church uh, that you'd help them to grow up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. I pray that they would live their lives according to Proverbs 31 so that they will be that godly wife someday and that godly mom someday. And I pray for any moms in our church, Lord, that might be struggling uh, in any of these areas. Lord, help them to draw closer to you and to become this virtuous woman in their lives. And Lord, for all the, the men and all the husbands and the children in our church, Lord, we do want to honor these amazing women in our lives. So Lord, I pray that we would do that with our words and our actions and how we value them. Lord, let them feel loved today. Let them feel appreciated today, those, those amazing, wonderful women of God in our lives and in our church. And we just thank you for every family in our church, every person in our church. Lord, thank you for how you brought us together. Help us to become more like you so that we can grow closer to you, but also so that we can grow closer together and so that our homes will be a lighthouse in our communities. We love you, Lord, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, to all the women and the moms in our church, I hope you feel loved today and encouraged, okay? We love you so much and appreciate you so much. Uh, do me a favor. Don't forget that we've got our different giving options. We appreciate your faithfulness and giving. Stay faithful in that. It's making an impact in our church, in our community, and around the world with our missionaries. And then I also want to encourage you, if you prayed uh, to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior today, would you just type yes in the comments below? Uh, we, we have people from time to time that are doing that and typing that in. And, and we just want to celebrate you and with you and rejoice with you about that decision to receive Christ as your personal Savior, okay? Hey, God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Don't forget to join us for our daily devotionals and our daily verses. And we look forward to seeing you next week. God bless. Thanks for joining us in this week's podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode. God bless.